Welcome to the Planning Parent Podcast, where we talk to real parents and professionals about solutions and strategies to minimize the hustle and bustle that we parents face daily. This is a place where you will come to listen, learn, and share about all things parenting. I am your host, Krista Hermance. I am a busy mom to two little girls, a wife and estate planning attorney with a focus on families with minor children, an entrepreneur, scuba diver, and golf hobbyist. My passion is helping families create simplicity and bliss in their everyday lives. Welcome to our show. Okay, today I am joined with Jessica St. Pierre. Hey, Jessica. Good morning, Krista. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for asking. And today we are going to share some amazing secrets with you. And it's really about how do we do it all as a parent? Are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes me laugh because uh, you can't do it all. So, you can't. Yeah. It's, it's a joke. Um, you can't, as a parent, do it all. And we're here to tell you it's okay to not do it all. Um, but you can be intentional with your time, which is exactly what we want to talk about today is in this whole series we're doing on intentional parenting, it's really about finding the, the things that you want to be intentional with. Um, so first thing is how do we do it all right in this kind of, and I do it in air quotes as I'm saying it, um, in this kind of idea of doing it all. So first thing is we let some things slip, right? Jessica, what do you let slip? Oh gosh, so much. Um, so I used to be like a volunteer holic. I would volunteer for everything. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of seemed like I would do it all, had it all together, but I was letting so much slip, things that were important to me. So it's trying to just prioritize those things that are those things that are important to me and really focusing on those and letting the other things slide. So some of the things that I let slide is laundry. Mm-hmm. I yep. hate laundry. So any given time, I'm going to give you a little secret. You walk into my house and there will always be piles of clean laundry that have never been folded. Yeah. I think, I think there's a lot of people that do that. I'm the same way. I have no problem cleaning the clothes, but they will sit in a laundry basket for the time when the kids or I need them again until at some point they do get folded and put away. Another one that I really dislike doing is dishes. I have no problem dirtying them up, but when it comes to cleaning them out, it's like if it's late and I'm tired, I do not want to sit there and load the dishwasher. I want to go to bed so I can get a good night's sleep and start fresh the next day. So then on the other side of that, what are things that you don't let slip that are super important that you're being intentional with? Yeah. So the things I don't let slip is I make sure that I tuck the kids into bed every single night that we, um, that I try to be home to, you know, tuck them in and read a book with them. Um, the other thing I don't let slip is just date night with my husband, like just making sure that that's a consistent thing. I like that. So things that I don't let slip are having some type of activity planned with my family or with my kids every weekend. And so, you know, at at that point, because I'm so busy during the week and I have all of these meetings and work stuff and things going on, I want to make sure that we have time together. And so I really do try and plan stuff that it, you know, I talk to the kids about it and I say, okay, here's what we're planning for this weekend. And so it gives them something to look forward to. And they know that that's our special time together. And it's really, I mean, it can be as easy as going skating, which we love doing. And I talk about it all the time. Um, or going for a hike or going and doing something even more fun. That's going to be a little bit more extravagant, but it's something every week that they're going to look forward to that special time. 
I love that. That's so special. Yeah. Okay. So now that we know that there are things that we as moms do um, to, you know, do it all again in air quotes, as I say it, is it's really about being mindful with our time. And we want to give you some tips on how to fit the rest of the things in. So we have seven different areas for you to consider that you can be intentional around being able to plan out your time, that you are in control of your schedule. And it's really going to give you that ability to, to choose what you want, right? With that intentional mindset. So the first thing is prioritizing. So you want to prioritize the things that are most important to you and to your family that you enjoy and things that you do well, um, in those priorities. So what do you, what do you have for priorities, Jessica? So the things that we prioritize in our family is the family dinners, just making that home cooked meal where we can sit around the table and discuss our day. And the thing I want to emphasize also is that it doesn't always have to be the same thing that you're prioritizing every single day. It could be different things. So, you know, maybe you have you know, for us, we have baseball a few nights a week. So it's prioritizing our family dinners on the nights that we don't have baseball. Um, and because it's something that our family just really enjoys, but it's not going to be the same every single Mm -hmm. day. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, I think the biggest thing with prioritizing is just what's what's going on right now. That's important to us. And like Jessica said, it's going to change all the time. And it's not even that it changes on a daily basis, but it could be like from a season perspective. And so what things are going on in that season, that's very important to make sure that you are prioritizing, even though you have all of this other stuff going on. And so it's really being mindful of how much time you have, how much time your family has to be able to prioritize the things that are important to you. Um, I, like, like I said before, I like having that day planned where I'm doing something with my kids. So it's usually Saturday mornings that we are doing something fun. It's something for them to be able to look forward to. It's that time that we are able to be together. And I just know it's almost like a habit. Okay. What are we doing this Saturday? And sometimes things are going to come up that I can't control that. Okay. Something's taking a place on that, but I'm going to fit it in around it to take the place of it. So it's really about making sure that you can prioritize what's important to you. Okay. The next thing, number two is learning to say no. This has been one for me that has been like a constant evolution of my parenting. Um, I, anybody that knows me knows that I was a yes girl. I would say yes to every single thing. Um, from PTA to Girl Scout leader to like, it was the list would go on and on. And what I learned through parenting is that I had to say no. And the people that I were disappointing the most when I would say yes was my family, because it was taking time away from my family when I would say yes to something. And so don't be upset of how the person's going to react if you have to say no to something. There's always going to be other people that are going to say yes to your no. So um, just looking again at those priorities of what is important to your family, what is important to you. And if it doesn't fit into that category, say no to it. Yeah. Um, This is, I think it's a hard one, especially for, for moms to, to say no, because it's like, it's like you're turning things down, right? Things that people are looking for you to do, but no is a complete sentence, right? You don't have to say no and then come up with some excuse you know, you can say it very gracefully and just say, you know, thank you so much for thinking about me for this. I really appreciate it, but it's not something I can do right now. 
You know, it, you don't have to give a reason, right? It, it, it's okay for you to say no, because I will tell you what, in those instances, when you do say no, just think of the feeling you get after you say no and being like, wow, now I don't have all of this weight on my shoulders of this other thing that I have to do. And how am I going to figure out how to get this, this time to be able to do this part of it or this project or go shopping for this or put this together. Right. And so just the weight that you're going to feel that's being lifted from you of not having all of these additional things to do while still serving and being a part of your family. Right. I think that's so important. Okay. So number three is having a routine. And if anybody knows me, they know that I am all about the routine. I am a planner. Um, it is, you know, just something it's, it helps me just really have that control and that function to know this is what my plan is, right? This is what my routine is. How about you, Jessica? Absolutely. I'm the same way. We have a command center in our kitchen that has a whiteboard that has every single day of the week. And every day I go through and I write down you know, what the activities are for the kids, what's going on that week. Um, And they know that this is our routine. You know, they know when they come home from school, this is when they do their homework on these days. This is when we eat dinner, when we, and it's nice because it frees up my mind from not having to plan each day out. It um, allows me to focus on other things because I'm not reinventing the wheel every single week. Yeah. Cause it's literally the same thing every single week, especially when it's like, this is school right? This is the schedule. Things are going to come up here and there, but it's basically the same thing. Same thing comes when it's summer. You know, it's, it's basically the same thing. Um, I, do you have your meal plans on your board too? And I what, do. What's, what's eating? I do, so yeah. yeah, that's another episode. So we'll link it in the show notes about meal planning. Cause it's so important, but what I like about this and Jessica's kids are a little bit older. Jessica, how old are your kids? I have a almost 13 year old, a seven year old and a 10 year old. So my kids are almost five and seven. And so mine aren't quite there where I have one that's reading right now. And the other one, you know, she can look at pictures and kind of figure some stuff out. So I'm almost to that point. I'm very excited to get to that point because if anything, it's then going to be just more information that they're going to be able to look at and, and know what's going on. Um, but I like this because it, like you said, it doesn't make you think all the time and have to come up with something. It just makes it so easy because it's already written there, right? It's like meal planning. You have it all written out. You have this routine, you know what the, what the food's going to be. So when you get home from work or you're getting in from baseball or whatever practice it is, you don't have to figure out what am I making for dinner, right? It's one less thing to stress about. And this is why having that routine, it, it takes away some stress from you because you have that constant routine. Okay. Number four in being intentional around your time. So setting a timer for tasks. Um, I, I love this, especially when it comes to having stuff with kids, kids like that aspect of it, but just from, from ourselves personally, what about you? Yeah. So, uh, Kristen and I joke all the time about the multitasking, that multitasking is a thing of the past because I know when I was younger, that was like, if you could be like a multitasking queen, like you, you were awesome. Yeah. Um, it was and- on my resume. I was a mul- like, I it literally, I bet you found a resume from like 20 years ago. It would just be like multitask. Like, yeah. I, you know, now we look at that and we're like, oh, well, it just means you can't get something done in a time frame, you know? Right. So. And so it's um, setting like a timer, even if it's, you know, asking your Alexa, set a timer for, you know, 15 minutes because yeah. I'm going to sit down and do X, Y, and Z. Um, because that way, 
we can just focus all of our time on it and get it done. Um, And same with like social media. Social media can be such a time sucker um, if you're just sitting there scrolling. And so I know like I have an app on my phone that it cuts me off after a certain amount of time. And so just finding those tools to just time block the time. Yeah. I'm a, a huge component of time blocking. I think that it's, you know, whenever you have like activities, being able to block them into this is the time that I do this. It allows you to kind of take all the stuff out of all the other stuff that's going on. And if it comes up while you're in that time block period, I have like little sticky notes where I will write down. So I will remember later and I won't forget. Um, but it at least allows me the opportunity to, um, to put all of that stuff together, which I think is so important. Um, and I agree with you hundred percent on social media. Um, I, I think you're the one who actually introduced me to the app on the phone, um, that you can put parameters on there. And it's, I think it's just so important because you literally just get sucked into this black hole of scrolling. And I, I remember that I would have time periods where I would do it. I would get, you know, I would just go down the rabbit hole and all of a sudden it's like one o'clock in the morning and I've been scrolling and going through all this stuff. And then I don't get a good night's sleep and I wake up the next day and I feel hungover from not getting enough sleep and not having any alcohol at all. And it it's, I did it to myself, right. Where now I'm, I'm so much more mindful when it comes to social media, especially like I, even last night, I finally sat down after cooking dinner and getting all of the dishes clean I sat down and I had probably like 10 minutes before I had to get the girls going into bed and bedtime routine. And I picked up my phone to open Instagram and I said, nope, because I am not going to just spend 10 minutes here. I don't have, I don't have it. I don't have that time. So I put my phone down and just enjoyed relaxing for 10 minutes before I went upstairs. And so that is a huge intentional side, right? It is being intentional with your time. Um, because especially with social media, it just, it takes more, you know, and then what happens when you go on social media, right? Do you get amazing feelings from being on there or do you see things that are going to maybe put you in a bad mood? Yeah. Right. It's going to upset you. And then do you need to be thinking about this before you're going to bed? So it's, again, it's being intentional in that side. Okay. Next thing, which I absolutely love and I, anything I can find now, I will absolutely do this is delegating. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Jessica, what do you do for delegating? Yeah. So in our uh, command center where we have our whiteboard, we also have um, like chore charts for each of the kids that has everything laid out for them, their morning routine as well as their afternoon routine. Mm -hmm. But it's not just a routine. It's the delegation of, you know, on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you feed the dog or you feed the cat, like your, these are your chores. Um, and so there are things that I don't have to worry about because I know that the kids are going to get them done. And we have a rule in our house that there is no screen time, um, or like fun until they can get their, their chores done. So they get them done every single day. Uh, and that, and also I, rely on my husband a lot of just asking him to do certain things. He has certain chores that he's responsible for. So, you know, emptying the trash. If I cook dinner, sometimes he'll do the dishes. Mm -hmm. Like, so just really not putting it all on yourself that it is okay to delegate your chores out. 
Yeah. I'm the same way with my husband. He loves to cook. And so if he's cooking, I'm usually the one who's doing the dishes, um, unless I have meetings, in which case he will do both, which is amazing. I know it is pretty amazing. He hates laundry though. And I I hate laundry, so I don't know what we're going to do there. (laughs) Uh, No, but he, so I will do the laundry and he will fold his own laundry, uh, which I appreciate. I only have to do mine and, and the girls, but I am teaching them how to do their own. You know, it's really about empowering them and they love getting involved in it. And so I think that's one thing that we don't do as parents is we don't, give our kids enough credit for things that they can do. I think that that's one big thing is, you know, why not let them try it, right? They're probably not going to do it as well as you can, right? But until they try it and they keep practicing it, they're never going to get better. And it's just, if anything, it's creating this environment for them to, you know, start working on their life skills now, right? And be more prepared for, you know, growing up. Um, The other thing from a delegation perspective is from a personal aspect for your home, you know, if you can afford it, you know, hiring help to come into your home to help clean the house, you know, because if that frees up time, that time that you're saving, that's time that you could be spending with your family, right? As well as in business, right? So if you, depending on what your job is and or what your position is and, and the availability for other people around you, is it something that you have to do? right? Is it something that you absolutely have to do? Is there somebody else on your team that can do stuff for you? Um, and then just figuring out what that is to be able to delegate that out is going to then allow you so much time to do the other things. Right. Well, and I think too, on the aspect of hiring help, if you're able to, is that looking at, again, that priority, like we hired a gardener because my husband was, he works from 5.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. And then the weekends is family time. He doesn't want to take the family time than spending hours working on the yard. Mm-hmm. So to us, it's worth spending that little bit extra to have somebody else take care of the yard so he can spend that time with the kids. Yep, exactly. Okay, number six, give yourself grace. I think this is the hardest one. Yeah, I do. I think as we, I mean, we're always trying to do so much. Really, this goes into the, you know, this is how we do it all kind of thing. And you don't have to, but you have to be okay with it. Right. And, and so you kind of have to get in this mindset that you don't have to do it all and that's okay. But you, but you personally have to be okay with that side of it, right? You have to be able to be able to give yourself grace. Yep. I, um, and it's like, if there's like the laundry, the dishes, the other things can kind of sit and wait if something more important comes up. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking yesterday, um, I was home yesterday and my dog is shedding like crazy. And so there's dog hair everywhere. (laughs) And I really wanted to, to vacuum, like to, to vacuum it up. And my littlest one, he has a leprechaun trap that he's trying to make for school. And so he's like, mommy, can you help me with this trap? Like help me make this. And it was letting the other thing go. So I went to bed, everything woke up this morning with dog hair still everywhere. But that, that feeling that I got of just focusing on working on that time with Austin was just so, so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great example. And I think we, you know, the, the moments we have with our kids are so important and it doesn't have to be these grand moments. Like that was just helping him with this leprechaun trap, right? This thing that was, you know, very important to him. And it probably didn't take that much time that you couldn't just do it, 
right? And then that's a moment that you guys now have together that you were able, you know, to have that special moment together. And we talk about that a lot in this intentional parenting series um, where it's really having those little moments with our kids. Yep. Okay. Last one that we have in being intentional is to take care of yourself. Yeah. You can't fill others up when you're not full yourself. Mm -hmm. So um, I know me personally, like I exercising is a way that fills me up. And so if I can't get out and run or exercise or do something, I can't pour into my family and give my kids, my husband, the attention or the time that they need because I'm not fully full myself. Yeah. I know the self-care thing is, you know, very big right now. And, you know, there's just completely different levels of self-care. So you just need to figure out what works for you, right? What, what allows you to be able to take that time to help kind of, um, just make you be your best, right. To allow you that ability, because, you know, if you don't have the energy and you don't have the, the enthusiasm, um, because you're, torn in all of these different directions, like just think of how that's going to come across to your kids and your kids are going to see that. And that's, you know, probably not what you want. Right. And so it's, you know, having the ability to say no, to be able to delegate things, to let things go, to have grace, to be able to bring all of this together to help fill you up so that you can be the best for your kids. Mm -hmm. Right. So you can be the best you. Yep. I heard this quote that it was be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> and I think that just kind of sums up our, our whole topic that, you know, just worry about the things that matter and that everybody is letting something slip. Yes. Yeah. And you can't do it all. Yeah. You can't do it all and you don't need to, right. And you need to be, just be okay with that, but figure out what you need to prioritize, right. Being intentional with your time and how you want, how you want your family to be, right. You have the ability to do that. Yep. Okay, perfect. Thank you for joining me today, Jessica. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us for the Planning Parent Podcast. Please make sure to subscribe, rate, write a review, and share our podcast. Please check the show notes for resources and all the ways to connect with us, including joining our community on Facebook at The Planning Parent, and follow us on Instagram at The Planning Parent. We hope you enjoyed your time with us and got some great solutions and strategies to help you achieve the simplicity and bliss you deserve. And remember, take a deep breath. You do matter. You're doing a great job.